0: Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello everybody. Welcome to uh, Military Health Men's Edition. My name is Josh Maria and then with me here is my always solid number 2, Dallas Hernandez. Good evening, y'all. And today we actually have a very special guest I like to think um very special, <laughs> very special. We have Alex Seekings from the uh, Woodland Park, New Jersey recruiting station. He is an army recruiter. He's here with us today and he's willing to answer some questions. So what's up, Alex? Hey guys, what's up? Thanks for having me. Um, no, thank you for coming on. I mean, yo, the weirdest part, I'm telling you, the fact that my sister and him work in the exact same places. Yeah,
1: that is wild. Uh, We actually
0: found that out today. (laughs) That's nuts. Um, So Alex, um. Look, the the this show is obviously to spread awareness, to spread that communication, to talk a little bit more. So, I'm really kind of just going to jump right into it if that's right with you? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right, sweet. Um so usually I know that you're obviously being a recruiter, you guys see people come in and out through the door all the time. Yeah. Right. Um so how do new recruits view the army when coming into your station? What do they think about the army?
2: Um so I mean, I can really only speak For the people I see in my area. Well, you know, that's who I interact with. And a lot of the people I encounter here in New Jersey, um, there's like one of two types. You either have people who are super interested um, or not. But in general, people here don't really seem to know much about the Army at all. They either know what they have seen from TV, like the news or in movies, um, or random rumors that you know people have said but in general i feel like not a lot of people really know what the army is and what what we're really about up here um
0: so uh, i mean how many honestly how many kids come through and they think that it's call of duty I'll be honest I,
2: I would say a, a lot I you mean, know a lot especially like you know that young average teenage you know male is like uh yeah i just want to like shoot things and blow things up um a, a lot of people that's kind of think what we all do and i'm like no man i'm not an infantryman i'm a <laughs> medic you know i like to you know <laughs> save people you know oh uh, yeah no <laughs> i don't want to go I out mean, shooting I- and killing people but um and that's what like people's families tell them like that's what their parents tell them they're like yeah just, that's that's the army i'm like no that's not what the army is
0: <laughs> so that's just the that's the overall misconception that we're all killers that we're all gonna be out there fighting
2: yeah, you're, we're just gonna go send send these kids to war, uh, and that's what we're gonna do. See, and I feel like a lot of the time... I know for a fact
0: the first day I got in, I went to the recruiting station. I said, "Hey, I want to be an infantryman." That's it. I didn't ask for anything else. I said, "I want to be infantry," and and they said, "Okay, fuck it. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do it."
2: Yeah, um, I, I think that's totally cool. Like, if you want to join the infantry or any of the you know combat arms jobs, I'm like, hey, that's great. Uh, but let me tell you. What they are or what they do in general, you know, because there there real- are differences, you know, and that uh, you know, does so. it
0: discourage people from
2: from wanting to join the infantry or join any of those other places? No, I don't think it it discourages them that them at all. I think it either in- interests them more, uh, whether it be infantry or it might say, hey man, I oh you know what the mortars sound really good, or uh, maybe I want to go be a cav scout or you ew, know me, ma- oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, like, like I said, you know, every to each their own, right? Like, um, but it might put them down a different, slightly different path, um, than they originally thought. Um, and that's really what my job is. Like, I, I just want to ha- make the best career choices, uh, available to them, and you know, I just don't want them to be like, give me whatever, you know.
0: So, if you don't mind, let me ask you something. So, uh, do soldiers normally uh, change their mind when they come into the station? Like, are do they do they come in? They do half the process or
2: all the process, and then just flat out? So and like, their minds? get
1: the maps, and it's like, no, nah, no thanks. Nah, like, I'm done. Exactly, like, I'm good on that. Uh,
2: so, yeah, I don't think so. Not really. I think, uh, I personally, I've only have I've only had that happen once, um, and. Usually by the time they really get deep into the process, I think they get more and more excited about it because by that time, they're like starting to look at jobs they're qualified for and they're really kind of getting the feel of what the army's about. Um, very, very rarely do we get someone to go, you know what? Nah, they, this ain't for me. Um, so if I could ask you, when did you um when did you come into the military? What year? Uh,
0: I came in uh, August of 2012. Okay, so it's been a while. now now I gotta now I gotta say this <coughs> this this is something that um, I know a lot of our viewers have been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the army's changing, right? Oh yeah. So from the moment you got in, how the soldiers were recruiting. Now, what would you say the um what would you say the differences between like the the mental state of these soldiers? And by mental state, I mean like do they are they fragile? Are they not? Are are they soldiers that... Are they people that you think may have an issue inside the military? Is that, like, the type of people that you have been
2: recruiting or no? Mm, no, I mean... I think that's maybe what, like, society thinks. That, as a society, uh, our, our young people are are fragile. But I don't think that's who we we are recruiting, if that makes sense. I no, think yeah. We're, I, I still think we're recruiting the best of the best that we possibly can uh to serve our country um now do i think are some people you know might be you know emotionally sensitive maybe uh you know because in the office it's not a very stressful situation you know i don't think you can really tell until people are in those those situations but
0: no yeah that's, a, that's that a, makes sense
2: that makes sense um uh, I know personally for the, the the young soldiers that I've served with and I've had under me over the last few years, most of them have, you know, they're young uh, and might you know, they're immature, but they've been they've been pretty pretty great kids uh, that I've been proud to serve with. Well, no, I mean, and, and that's always a good thing to, for you to be
0: proud to serve with these kids, um, because you know, coming in brand new, um, a lot of people think that the reason why we call younger. They A lot of people get upset, hey, they're not kids, they're adults. But in the military, they're young. Mm-hmm. In the military, they're kids. Because you you come in from the civilian world, no matter what age you are, completely not knowing what you're about to get yourself into. Oh, yeah. So do you, do you guys prepare soldiers nowadays um, for what they're about to get into?
2: I know personally, uh, in, in our office, we do our best to, to prepare them as best as we can. Um you know, at least through the basic training and AIT part. Uh, Cause once you get to your unit, you know, you guys probably know this, every unit's a little different uh, and yeah. you're going to encounter different kinds of people, but we try to prepare them, you know, to what to expect through, you know, basic training, um, you know, what drill sergeants are like and, and what to expect uh, at their, at their uh, AITs. Um, and I think that really helps them be a little bit more confident in themselves and in their decisions um, as compared to going in just totally unprepared and, and scared for the future.
0: So I know we went over a couple of questions. Um, I emailed you some questions. I was wondering, am I able to uh, ask you a question that may not be on there, that might be a tiny bit controversial? Go ahead. So I know that uh, we all know specialist uh, Vanessa Guillen.
1: No, oh, yeah. Right. Um, and. Rest in power.
0: Yeah. Um. Did that ever? Did that when when that occurred? Right. And it, it became public knowledge. It became news. Did did P, did it deter people from coming into the office?
2: To be honest, uh so I'll have to try to refresh my brain. From what I, from what I understand, I know Vanessa Guillen was that soldier who was killed at Fort Hood. Correct. Yes. 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 Yeah, Right. So I know that I, so I've only been a recruiter since October of, of last year. Okay. Uh, and I know in my experience so far I haven't I haven't had anybody even bring bring that situation up.
0: Okay. And th- and to see that that's that's the thing, right? Cuz I, I wanted to make sure that when we get so like I'm glad that soldiers aren't looking at the negatives of the army yeah. like the the negative parts that that came um, into the army or was it right.
1: about the army well it got shed the light really
0: it, it, shed, it shed a little bit of light but it, yeah. it shows that soldiers are still believing in the army even
2: new ones
1: yeah right yeah. And
2: I, I mean I, I believe in the which army which is
1: a great thing I believe in the army too the army is a great thing
2: I, I, and I, I I totally agree with you guys like um, I mean even if we kind of take a, a slight step to the, le- the left or right like so I think something that can relate I think I've had one applicant ask me who was a female ask about you know uh, her family was worried about uh, sexual assault. You know, you, the news a couple years ago was always about all oh, sexual assault in the army. And I was I, I all I did was tell her the facts. And I'm like, I'll be honest, sexual assault can happen anywhere inside the army, outside the yeah, army, yeah. regardless. Exactly. Um, but I honestly believe that in the army, over, especially over the last, you know, five, six, seven years that I've been in. The Army's done a really good job of saying there is no place for that here. Um, and I, with all the females I've served with and all my units, um, I know my female soldiers have, haven't have had a, an encounter like that, and they've all felt comfortable that even if they had the slightest hint of an issue, they felt comfortable with me and, and other leaders to be like, hey, I, I don't feel comfortable, and, and we would just nip that crap in the butt because we are a family, I, and I I honestly believe that that every unit I go to is my family. So, um, would you I, say um, that? Would you say that? Um,
0: obviously, I, I I believe that um, the EVH program, I believe the Sharp program, I believe the EA pro, um the EO sure. program works. Right? It does. It they does. work, but what I feel like the programs are lacking, right? Nowadays, mm-hmm. is the leadership, right? Leaders these days. Right. We can have the best programs in the world. Like uh, Sergeant Major Grimson said, the policies, Mm -hmm. the policies that were in place did not cause this problem. Exactly. Right. So these these programs in place are helping the issue. Mm -hmm. But if we're missing the leadership standard, right, if the leaders aren't aren't trying as Mm more as much. I had an E7 say to me just recently today, he said, I have to apologize for my senior leadership because we messed up. We did not properly train the leaders we have now to deal with today's new problems. Today's new army. Yeah. Well,
1: the problem is the army's changing and not the leadership. Exactly. That's the
0: problem. And no one's against the army changing because we're about the army's change. Mm -hmm. But the leadership refuses to change. Yeah. Now, me personally, I had to learn that the hard way.
1: Yeah. But
0: I realized that the, the army is changing and I'm going to start changing with it. So, Seekings, right? When when Soldiers come to you and ask, and when these new, brand new recruits, they come in and they ask you about um, how leadership is, right? Do you tell them um, that leadership is hit or miss or do you tell them
2: that good leadership still is out there? Uh, well, I think they, I mean, the answer is definitely both. You know, I definitely say that there's good leadership out there. I mean, I definitely believe that I'm one of those good leaders. Um, and... You're gonna definitely find that out there uh, at your unit, um, but there's always going to be a bad seed somewhere out in the world, right? Um, yes, yeah. Most definitely. Um, but you can learn from that. <laughs> like, you can take, you can, you can see that coming, and you can learn from like what not to do as a leader from your bad leaders. Um, if that makes sense, like I've learned like what not to do from my bad leader. I'm like I'm not going to be that guy yeah you don't just learn from the good leaders you learn from the bad ones too exactly but so if if i can can i ask you a question so and i i think i agree with you like that leadership is failing at some level of 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 changing as times change but my question is is like what at what level do you think that's happening because i I don't think it's 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 happening on that that on the first line supervisor or the platoon platoon level or even the company level at times like so at what level do you think our leaders are not changing or adapting? So me personally,
0: I believe that it's the senior leadership, yeah. right? So obviously not um I and by senior leadership I'm not saying E6s, I'm not I'm not saying first sergeants. I'm saying that E7, right? That E7 area cuz sergeant majors have no choice. First sergeants have no choice but to to get with the change. Yeah. But we have the floater E7s, the floater E8s, right? That yeah. are in, standardized positions mm-hmm. right and they are they they have not been training these NCOs the right way when i know when i came up from the, i came up in the army when i went through basic training they beat the fuck out of us they hit us they punched us they did all these things right mm-hmm. they smoked the dog out, you know they did it all right got to my unit it, it was pretty much the same thing i had bad leadership at some points mm-hmm. and i saw that my first line supervisor wasn't the problem because they were trying to keep with the times I realized that my squad leader wasn't really the problem because they're just following what the, the following platoon sergeant said. Yeah, yeah. correct. But when I look at the platoon sergeant, mm-hmm. right, the squad, the that E seven position, that E eight position, these are the ones that do not want to change because they're already either complacent with the way things were, mm-hmm. and seeing all these new army programs, a lot of them say, "Oh, this is stupid." It's the lack of it's the lack of leadership. It's the lack of emotion.
1: In leadership. Yeah, it's the lack really? of emotion.
0: And because now we're in an emotion, we're in a now new army where yes. now we care about families. Now we care about the soldiers' emotions mm-hmm. because now we have to. And I think it makes sense because mentally and emotionally, right? The way that these older leaders, E6, e 6 I mean, E78s, can damage the younger soldiers, yeah. right? Because if I if I, I tell you this right now, a, a sergeant seeking, right? Yeah. If you walked into the office, right, and you had a soldier there and you said, hey, screw today or I hate first sergeant. What do you think that soldier is going to say next? I mean, they're going to repeat with what, what their, you know, their said. But when an E-8 is saying, man, screw these policies, what do you think the leaders under them are going to say? Yeah, screw these policies. Exactly. No, yeah. and I think that's where the issue lies. I think it, it lies in that sweet spot between E eight and E seven. Yeah, and
1: it's a it's a gray area too because I mean most of these leaders, like you said, they're complacent. You know what I mean? Like they're they're setting their ways when it comes to certain things. And like you said, the army is changing, and it's and there's some people who I know who, well, I've personally known, you know, throughout like field problems and shit like that, that are very good at their job. Yeah, but they're not good at being a leader.
0: And that's and that's where another breaking point is. You, you can be you great mean? at your job, like you're but, phenomenal at your job, but being a leader, just, being yeah. a leader, isn't the rank. And I think I talked about this last episode. Yeah. Um, if you have to lead by holding your that rank on your chest out, that's not lead. That's a boss. That's a boss, mm-hmm. right? And a leader is someone who doesn't need to pull that you rank. with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they're that person. They are that dude. Mm-hmm. That that, that get you to do what you need to do because they
2: care about it.
1: And who shows you how to do it before that?
2: I think it's just uh, I think it's just sad because we have so many great leaders uh, that do lead by example. And then we have these onesies and twosies throughout throughout the entire army that have just reflected poorly on us. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, it just makes us all look really bad. Um, so... But there's... I was... The, oh, the, Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say the good definitely, definitely outweigh you know, those one or two um, bad apples.
0: Oh yeah, and and we're not here to, to say that, you know, it's all bad. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Had phenomenal no yeah. I have phenomenal yeah, leadership I have right f- now. Yeah. And and the thing is that it's good to shed light on mm-hmm. it, right? Because if we can stop the growth of I, what did I say? What do I say every episode? Uh toxic leadership. No no you don't say it right anyway. So You're right, <laughs> it is, right? My bad. toxic leaders breed toxic soldiers. To be what? Ladies toxic, and gentlemen, toxic
1: leaders, toxic leaders for five hundred <laughs> for five hundred dollars.
0: Toxic leaders. All right. And we can sit and I consistently say it. I'm not going to stop saying it because that's where we're at. Because right now. Because it happens. Leaders, man. the leaders that are toxic are creating so many more toxic soldiers. And
1: it's also the fact, too, of like the, the poor leadership that's good at their job but good at being a leader. If you're like, hey, Sergeant, I need this and this from you or I need to go this and, you know, here or here for this reason. They're gonna be the ones to tell you to fuck off, uh, uh, like yeah. And we've been there. We've been we've we've had that we've had that talk, uh, but anyway, it's the same
0: people. Mm-hmm. Um. So, hey, I was gonna I I, I was gonna really I kind of we we usually bring it back to mental health, right? Yeah. Um. So my I guess something I could ask you is is being a recruiter fulfilling for you? Does it Does it make you feel better
2: to bring? Newer people into the military. Uh, so this was one of the questions you kind of gave me, uh, you know, beforehand, and it took me a while to to try to think of an answer because I was DA selected to be a recruiter. So that means the the army said, "Hey, you're yes. top ten percent of you know your M O S and rank. You're going to go be a recruiter." And at first, I was like, "Hell no!" Like I definitely didn't want to go be a recruiter. Um. But I'll, I'll be honest, there are parts of this job that I definitely find fulfilling. I definitely enjoy helping people uh, and, you know, showing them that they can definitely take advantage of what the Army has. Uh, I know personally the Army has made my life amazingly better uh, and has turned my life around in so many ways. So that's that's
1: awesome. It's- hey, Same. So uh,
2: that's the part of the job that I definitely find rewarding. Um, But being stuck in an office all day is just, you know, it's slowly killing my soul. I I miss being, (laughs) uh, you know, I I definitely miss being with uh, my Joes. I miss going out to the field. uh, But I think I'm going to enjoy the next three years of this and uh, I'll make the best of it. You know, that's what I always do.
0: Well, that that's that's something that I love to hear. I mean, I mean, I know me personally I definitely miss the field. I miss I miss a lot of things. Um, I was gonna ask you, I guess this is our final question to ask you and I again I bring everything back to mental health. Mm-hmm. So how has your mental health been affected by being in the military or certain situations you've been in the military? Do you feel like your mental health has gotten better, or has you know have you had some type of
2: issues you know in in, in these past couple of years? Um, yeah. So this was actually another really hard question to, for me to answer because it's you know it's really personal. But um, and, and and if it's too personal, we understand, but we would love to hear it
0: because it gives our so it gives the people that listen. You know more freedom to come on and actually share that Mm. stuff too.
2: Yeah, which is why I decided uh, to actually, you know, to to share. So I think it was maybe about maybe my second, between my second and third year in, I was having a real hard time just adjusting to everything. You know, just between being busy all the time and stress, like I kind of had like a little bit of a of a breakdown. And uh, and you know, our 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 sense of humor in the, and I think you guys had were talking about it on another episode about. You know our sense of humor about always making jokes about you know you know yeah dying or suicide and all that stuff yeah yes. that and, and yeah and i i just had made that joke to the wrong person at the wrong time and next next thing you know i'm you know, <laughs> you know, being ex, uh um, escorted to a uh, behavior health and it was probably one of the best things my leader could have done for me at that time uh now there's really no danger like i had no intent of actually doing anything But just me going to behavioral health and seeing a counselor uh, for those next few months and being able to like find coping mechanisms to work on my stress and my anxiety uh, really just changed my whole life around. Uh, And I use those same mechanisms that I was taught back then to this day. Um, And I mean, I haven't looked back then since like so. I definitely support behavioral health. I support, you know, anybody who wants to or needs to go just to talk to somebody, uh, even for the simplest things like stress management or, or you know, a little bit of anxiety, like life changes, you know, things happen uh, that we can't control. And if you just need to talk to somebody uh, who's like a third party who doesn't know anything, just to vent, you know, behavioral health is the way to go just to, to let all that stuff go out of your brain, out of your mind. Um, it really helped me out uh, and helped me clear my head. So um, I- I- honestly, I-, I thank you so
0: much for sharing. Too. I-, I genuinely do. And um, I'm going to tell you this now. Um, we the, we, when we, started this, this, this show. Um, we were so excited about it. We wanted to share people's stories and help. And I feel like that's something that we are doing.
1: Hopefully. Um, It feels like it.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Sergeant Alex, like my next, my next, I want the big whale on my show right now. You you know who my big whale is, Alex? Who's your big whale? My big whale is Sergeant Major of the Army Grinston. Yeah. Because he's been, he's been talking about the same thing we're talking about. Just in a different way. Just in a different way. And I would love for Sergeant Major of the Army to hear this and Come on the show and talk about this.
1: That'd be amazing.
0: Because if he can see what soldiers are saying and get the insight
2: that soldiers give,
1: so that could be the change that we need.
0: It could be the start. Could be.
2: It, it definitely, I definitely think it, it could be an eye opener. Or if it, if it, I'm sure he already has his eyes open to it. But I definitely think he should maybe get his ears open to it as well.
0: I think so too. Yeah, hey, that's a good way to put it. Look,
2: Alex. Um. When I tell you that this was a pleasure,
0: I it couldn't say I couldn't even say more.
2: Thank you guys. It was it was an honor and a pleasure as well. Uh, and I, I I hope you guys the best of luck and hopefully can be back sometime again. Oh yeah. Without We'd a doubt. I'd love to have you back. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, you back. Anytime, man. I
0: appreciate it. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna give us a quick little closing out statements. Who? Uh so hey, so tomorrow, so to um Wednesday, we our our episode's gonna be with First Sergeant. So he's gonna be coming on the show. Mm-hmm. So um, people who listen, ladies and gentlemen, just know rank doesn't matter here. We're gonna be talking no matter what. Obviously, we're gonna keep the respect, of course. But we're gonna we're gonna make sure that everybody gets a word, right? We're gonna Too start from pri- from there, <laughs> <laughs> and from <laughs> private to five star general, we'll be talking about these issues. And um, look, my name is Joshua Maria. Um, we got Dallas Hernandez here. You, been? um And I, it's it's about time for us to sign up, but. Without me saying... You know, not without me saying... John, here it <laughs> is. This is not a movement, guys. This is not a moment. This is an actual movement. And we're starting it.
1: There it
0: is. And remember, what I always say. Toxic leaders breed toxic soldiers who become toxic leaders. Nailed let's, it. Let's break the chain. Let us stop spreading awareness and start spreading more communication. There it is. Um, Alex, thank you for coming on. Dallas always Always a pleasure
1: i'm gonna sign off myself and remember y'all you're not alone in your fight
0: all right guys well thank you alex and um have a good night everybody all right thank you guys bye